Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, one and all. I'm Robert Rogers, and you have just connected to the Parkinson's Recovery Radio Network. This is the place to be on Wednesday afternoons if you are interested in getting ideas for being able to get relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's disease. We have an exciting event coming up this year. It's actually an awesome event for anybody interested in finding ideas of what they can pursue to get relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's disease. This event will be historical. It's the 2012 Parkinson's Recovery Summit that will be held in Cincinnati, Ohio on June the 22nd and 23rd. The last summit we held in Vancouver in 2011. When I say you've never attended an event like this, I really mean it. I quite frankly am awed and honored at the list of participants who will be offering workshops and who will also be offering their services to participants at the summit. This list is almost, quite frankly, unbelievable. These are all the people, the researchers, the doctors, the people who are figuring out what it takes to be able to recover, people with Parkinson's, the pioneers, people who've got it figured out. If you want to be inspired, if you want to find a place where you can go and get incredible suggestions of what you need to do in order to be able to recover from whatever symptoms you might be currently experiencing, the place to be is the Parkinson's Recovery Summit, June 22nd and 23rd in Cincinnati, Ohio. There has been such a surge of interest in people attending that the hotel is almost full. The most important announcement then is if you're sitting on the fence, can't quite decide if you want to come or not, decide today. And what you definitely need to do is not only register for the event, but also be sure and register for the hotel, which is literally almost full. The hotel is very reasonably priced for downtown Cincinnati. They have gorgeous suites. That's the reason I chose the hotel. It's locally owned, and the price is almost unbelievable, only $99 per night per suite. So if you're interested, be sure to register for a room at the hotel. There are many, many other hotels available in Cincinnati where people are going to have to stay who are going to attend the summer. Gorgeous hotels within walking distance because we're right down in the heart of the city. The Summit Hotel obviously is very convenient for those of you who'd like to roll out of the bed and go down to begin attending the workshops. The cost of the Summit is a mere $50 for the two days if you sign up for the early bird special, which is something you need to do by April the 15th. Now, I've designed the Summit differently from any other Summit that you might have attended. What you're going to be able to do is to make choices about what workshops you'd like to be able to attend and participate in. You're going to have a lot to choose from. There's going to be an overload of information at the summit because we really do have all the movers and shakers, the people who are figuring out what it needs uh, to happen in order for people to get relief from the symptoms and to recover. I am thus airing shows from the various individuals who will be presenters. We're talking about 20 people, so this is quite an impressive list of individuals. I've not released the names, all the names yet, because I don't have clear confirmations from everyone. But when you see the full list, 
you're going to think to yourself, I've got to go. I've got to be at the summit in order to participate there in those activities, get treatments from the practitioners who are offering their services. Of course, you'll need to pay the practitioners if you'd like to be able to acquire consultations or treatments or therapies or services. And you also will be paying a modest workshop fee of only $15 per workshop. That's so we basically can design this so that you go and hear precisely the information that you'd like to be able to hear and see the practitioners that you'd like to be able to get consultations from. That's the design. It's never been done before. But I thought, let me try it a new way. Let me try to offer an experience for those of you that are searching for options, those of you who've not been able to find viable solutions for yourself. Today, I am actually airing a heavily edited show that I originally aired over one year ago with Sherry Edwards from Sound Health Options. This was really my first contact with Sherry Edwards, and I must now report to you that I've had significant follow-up interaction with Sherry since that initial show. We have done several other shows, which you can also listen to if you'll simply scroll back on the radio show page, and I've actually appeared on her show as well. Sherry has now seen as many as 100 different individuals who currently experience the symptoms of Parkinson's. She has an incredible wealth of new information about the factors that create the neurological challenges that people with Parkinson's confront. The information that she's collecting is absolutely incredible. She is a researcher, and that is her focus. I'm now airing this previously recorded, and I might add, heavily edited show, which I actually accomplished last night, so that you can get a nuts and bolts idea of exactly what bioacoustics is all about. That's a big word. It's a strange word. It's a new word. So what in the world are we talking about? I want you to know what this is all about so that when you come to the summit, you can decide whether or not you want to attend her workshop and whether or not you might be interested in getting an assessment from either her or one of the many individuals that she will bring to provide services to people interested in getting bioacoustic therapy and services. Sherry is a remarkable person in all respects. And I must confess, when I first aired this show, I really wasn't fully aware of her true gift. She talks quite a bit on this show about the computer program, always going back to see exactly what the computer actually showed with regard to what was out of the balance in the person that you will hear her do an analysis for. She created these programs. She's the one. She's the inspiration for creating all of this, and she's been working at this now for over two decades. So there's nothing new about her work. She's trained a number of individuals that now practice throughout the United States, Canada, and Europe. But there's still not enough individuals, so she's actively recruiting individuals to get the training so that they can help other individuals who currently experience the symptoms of Parkinson's. What you're going to hear is that the actual analysis really is very involved and very intricate. When neurological symptoms appear, there's a lot that tends to spin out of balance. So it's not an easy fix. You don't just take one supplement or one medication and say, oh, good, I'm good to go. I don't need to do anything else. 
the reality is that this particular uh, approach, and you're going to have the advantage of finding out more information about many, many other different approaches at the summit. This approach, however, does give you some valuable information if, for example, you're not feeling better. It may be that you're taking quite a bit in the form of some supplements and medications, but your body is not assimilating all of that adequately. She has ways that the body can be reset, literally, and so that you can actually use what it is that you need. It may be that you don't have enough of certain amino acids or vitamins or minerals. She'll be able to detect that in the analysis that they're actually able to do in bioacoustics. She'll be able to tell if you've got allergies, if you've got Lyme, or she's also discovering, and she also actually found this in this initial person, tetanus, quite a few individuals with Parkinson's wind up having residue of the tetanus infection in their bodies and that is winding up interrupting a lot of the pathways in people's uh, bodies. So this is really, I think, incredible work, and it is, as far as I'm concerned, the medicine of the future. You're going to see uh, medical practitioners uh, throughout the world really converting over to using bioacoustics, using frequencies as a way of diagnosing and treating disease. Of course, medicines will always be here, and they'll always be helpful, and some of the practices that are commonly in place will certainly still be around five or ten years from now. But you're going to be seeing not only researchers but a lot of medical practitioners who are going to be pigging back on the work that uh, Sherry Edwards has been doing, which actually is a follow-up to work that was done in as early as the 30s of this uh, last century. So what I'm going to now do is play for you this show. This is not a Sherry Live. This is an edited show that we aired actually one year ago. You will be able to meet and see and hear Sherry Edwards at the Parkinson's Recovery Summit in Cincinnati on June the 22nd and 23rd. You will, of course, be able to get assessments from her if you make appointments in advance, and she'll also be having a cadre of individuals she has trained to do this work. She indicated to me that anybody who'd like to be able to get an assessment can get one at the summit, so she's going to have plenty of practitioners there who for a backup so that you'll be able to get an analysis uh, uh, for yourself or for your loved one. So now, here is the previously recorded interview with Sherry Edwards from Sound Health Option, which originally aired January of 2011. My guest today is Sherry Edwards. Sherry Edwards is the director of a nonprofit educational research institute dedicated to the pioneering and emerging field of, now hold on to your seats, human bioacoustics. She's an international speaker, author, and truly she is a leader in the field of sound health. Sherry Edwards is regularly invited to lecture and conduct workshops for professionals concerning the body's own unique ability through voice spectral analysis to diagnose and prescribe for itself. Now, if that's not exciting program to listen to, I don't know what is, everybody. So, Sherry, thank you so much for being with us on the show today. It's an honor. That was an awesome introduction. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you're an obviously an awesome person who, in my own opinion, is doing groundbreaking work 
in really the whole field of medicine and beginning to show everyone, researchers and medical health professionals, new ways of thinking about how to help the body return to health and wellness. Sherry, tell us about yourself. I think people should know first that I'm not a doctor. I don't have any medical background except a minor in dietetics, which was totally useless in our uh, university. I knew more than the teacher did and often got into trouble with that. But mainly, uh, I'm a researcher, so we run a research center here in Ohio dealing with voice spectral analysis. And, for instance, uh, we get interested in something like Parkinson's and we create a database and we have created an entire computer program uh, for Parkinson's so we can see the many kinds of Parkinson's that turn up and there's a lot of things going on, but they will tell you you have Parkinson's, but they don't tell you how you got it, what to do about it, where it is. Like you can have Parkinson's from, from Lyme disease. And so you go in and treat the Lyme disease and the Parkinson's seems to fade away. You can get Parkinson's from uh, the lack of cell signaling, the lack of an electrical impulse to the body. And if that's your type of Parkinson's, something like Tai Chi or, or Taekwondo, something that energizes the body's electrical system would help. You can have Parkinson's from a lack of methylation uh, using your resources or from nerve damage uh, because you're not using your cholesterol well or you don't have enough uh, steric acid, uh, you can have Parkinson's and with spasticity, which means that you aren't using your B vitamins well. And there's just so many different ways from inflammation, from genetics. So a lot of things that they just don't really get to the nitty-gritty and tell you or tell you how this is going on. A, a big one that people can really do on their own, Parkinson's has a lot to do with dopamine and L-DOPA. So if you can keep your mind calm, that creates the dopamine. But are you using the dopamine in the way you need to? So those are the kinds of things that we can track with this computer program. Tell people more then about how this computer program works. Does a person talk into a microphone and then there's some analysis that's actually done? We have something called Happy Hour, and we do it every other Tuesday. And we will do people's vocal profiles online for free. And they just need to go to our website, soundhealthoptions.com, and there's a little button there, Happy Hour. Go, we'll, people look at happy and little drinks and, and music notes. And that will give them the link for them to come in cost nothing. Uh, we spend two hours with people. We choose usually new people. And it's also a learning facility uh, for our people who've taken the training. So if people want to join us for that, they can. We'll do it for you. Or if you want to learn it on your own, then uh, you can go to our website, same one, Sound Health Options, and look at the Guardian Network, and it'll show you how to join us, and we do it online. You're welcome to come here if you want. We're in southern Ohio uh, near Parkersburg, West Virginia. Just come right on over with a big classroom, a big facility. Actually, we're the largest alternative health facility in Ohio. We can look at everyone's case and tell them, okay, 
is it inflammation? Is it free radicals? Is it there's not enough electrical stimulation? Do you have a cholesterol issue? What is really going on in your case? And at a very minimum, we can help support their muscles. Like with Parkinson's, a lot of people have an issue with swallowing and, and talking and getting enough air to talk. So we can identify the nutrients that go along with that. Like, for instance, there's two nutrients that people usually can't use when they have the trouble talking. Uh, magnesium is one of them, and the other one is etiocobalamin. Etiocobalamin is a form of B12 made in the gut. The patent is owned by Roche, and they will not release this. So people who cannot make this form of etiocobalamin very well, a lot of the times the B12 that's needed for the muscles aren't there, so people are going to feel weak. And some people with Parkinson's feel very weak here but not there. And we could identify those muscles and support them because we provide the frequencies back to you to support the muscles and we entrain your brain with these very low frequencies. There's a lot of information on YouTube about us, and we just did one uh, on spasticity, which is another issue with Parkinson's, uh, where the muscles get very stiff and just won't do what you want them to do. This was a Dr. Russ Rudy, and we were able to trace his case down to the inability to use glutathione and glutamic acid. And this leads to an article that I sent to you. Did you happen to read that article about uh, Monsanto and what was going on with our food supply? Yes, tell people about that. It's an article that's online, and we can also send it to Robert, and he can post it um, maybe in a Parkinson's Recovery. I don't know if you want to put it in there. Yes, yes, of course we can, yes. Okay, it's called Study Finds Link Between GMOs and Current Healthcare Crisis. And what we found, and this originally started with a science news article separating wheat from chaff in celiac disease. Now, celiac disease, we do a lot of that here. This is new information. We started decoding it to add to our database. And we found out that what Monsanto had engineered out of these grains was proline and glutathione. They were trying to make the grains impervious to Roundup. You know, that's a good plan. But what it did was destroy the ability of the human who was ingesting these grains, the sweet, from being able to use glutathione because it kicked in a gene called GAD, GAD1 and GAD2. And what it prevents is cell signaling. And that's a biggie for Parkinson's people. We've had several people here who had that problem. And they also usually have some blood sugar issues. So we took those people off wheat. We have a dietitian here that helps with that. And you would be incredibly surprised. Take you off wheat and put you on something called reduced glutathione, which means it's bioavailable, and the cell signaling goes up, the uh, strength uh, in your hands and your throat goes up, 
in my own case, my first clue to my Parkinson's was I lost my sense of smell. And when I go off wheat and don't eat wheat at all, my sense of smell comes back. But in looking at this article, it's a direct result of these modified grains that we eat every day. How many of you don't, how many of you go a day without eating something with wheat in it? We're talking about bread, crackers, cakes, some potato chips have wheat in them. Dorito lime has wheat in it. Maybe it's milk it has in it. But there is a, a milk-related Parkinson's also. I'll get to that in a minute. But this article shows how those genetically modified seeds has really caused an absolute plethora of Parkinson's, multiple sclerosis, myasthenia gravis, any cell signaling kind of disease, not only in the muscle, but in the brain, even autism and Alzheimer's uh, is involved in this. And we did the research. It came out to be so important. You give your hand a signal to go do this, and it just doesn't do it. Or, or in my case, before um, we figured out what was going on with me, I would reach out and extend my arm, and if I tried to lift something heavy up, my whole arm would shake. And sometimes I couldn't even get it to reach out there and do what I wanted it to do until going off wheat was a biggie, going off any kind of grains, because this is barley, uh, rye, and wheat. And it's identified in this article which ones there are. There's about 30 uh, references, abstracts, and links to this, so people can see we really know what we're talking about here and if anybody wants to modify their diet to get off wheat, we certainly can help them do that. There's not one wheat thing that we can't show you how to substitute something for it. Another type of Parkinson's comes with inflammation. And usually that inflammation comes from the adulterated milk. They've taken all of the good stuff out of the milk. And so if people are having trouble with their throat... Uh, it can be the milk type of uh, Parkinson's. It's a milk protein. That also is involved with vitamin D and muscle weakness. So another thing to go off of or just to try, see if it makes you feel better, it gives you more energy, is milk protein. But again, that's the kind of thing that we can identify from this computer program. It's called it's Parkinson's Influences. And you can call our office and uh, talk to us about it. Go online. That's the, probably the best thing is soundhealthoptions.com. Because everybody needs to know, you know, am I using steric acid? Is this a cholesterol thing? Is this a myelin sheathing, a nerve sheathing thing? Can I not use glycine? Do I have Lyme disease? Uh, we recently had a guy in that had Lyme disease, and his diagnosis was Parkinson's. We sent him to a Lyme specialist, and they're getting rid of the Lyme because that caused him not to be able to use his minerals. And he really didn't have Parkinson's. They were just kind of guessing at what was going on. Another one that we can look at through this software program, we can see if there's a tendency for someone to have Parkinson's. We can look at the proteins for uh, adenine, 
which is a nucleotide, and that just gives you a little push toward uh, your DNA. Yes, that that might be an issue. But what they're really finding is it's the proteins that make a difference. And I, I want to make something clear here. You know, people say, okay, baldness is hereditary. Not true. The inability to process biotin is what's hereditary. The result is baldness. Same thing with Parkinson's. Your liver maybe can't make NADH, which is a form of B3, nicotinic adenosine diphosphate mixed with hydrogen. It helps your body use ubiquinone so that the body can oxygenate better. That's also one of the genetic things that we can look at to see if there, that tendency is there and what level it's on. Is it a nerve level? Is it an emotional level? You know, people can do a lot with just emotions and Parkinson's and because your emotions can control your dopamine and that whole cascade of L-dopa, adrenaline, norepinephrine, ad- and sometimes you can get your body to substitute adrenaline for dopamine just by using your mind. This will happen, um, and we can give you adrenaline just as a frequency. We can give you dopamine as a frequency. But we can identify what's going on and help you modify your diet uh, with this, whether it's magnesium or selenium or glycine or manganese or steric acid or, or any of these. Cysteine is another one. So this computer program in individualizes why somebody might have Parkinson's and where the problem is. Is it from inside out, like the uh, adenosine protein, adenine protein, or is it from the outside in eating these genetically modified grains Looking at your diet is an important step in backing all of this out because a lot of times people just can't methylate what comes in. They can't, their body just can't use what's incoming. Methylation is like um, raisin that has iron. That's the type of iron needed by a raisin. When you eat a raisin, your body has to change it to the type of iron that your body needs, and iron's another factor here um, with spasticity and Parkinson's. So a lot of reasons, and what we offer to people is to say, we can help you look at where your Parkinson's is coming from, help you modify lifestyle, modify your diet, and help support what's really going on instead of just you know slapping down some medication and giving you a gambling habit in some cases, um, but that's the dopamine. When you have high dopamine, you're more of a risk taker, and that's where that comes from. So we're able to even trace things down like that. We can look at the Lyme disease, and can't look at how old it is, but we can look at certainly is it part of your Parkinson's. Michael, I don't know if many people know, Michael J. Fox was uh, diagnosed with Lyme disease three years before he came down with Parkinson's. And when we looked at one of his um, wave files, it was an interview on TV, and we took it, and sure enough, Lyme's is still in there. 
I'm thinking he really doesn't have Parkinson's. He has symptoms of Parkinson's, but what he really has is Lyme's disease. So lots of things that we can help people with, and I think the biggest thing we offer is hope. That once people know why they have this, then they can start to undo it. We can run them through several computer programs if we suspect there's a wheat allergy. Uh, we can run them through a methylation program. And I'd like to invite your people to join us there on happy hour, and we'll look at some of them and just see what's happening. We also have a week-long professional course for people to set up a business doing this for other people. So if people are interested in that, please get in touch with me. You Go mentioned ahead. that you had experienced uh, some Parkinson's-like symptoms with shaking and difficulty with uh, one arm and were able to uh, figure out what was causing that problem and then created a, a, a good remedy. Did you figure that out by doing a voice analysis? Absolutely. My body could not process the zinc, and that's where my strength was going to. But the other was the cell signaling. The signals weren't getting to my body where it needed to go. And it was wheat. It was these modified wheats that Monsanto put out on the market without testing them to see if they're going to be a problem for people. I went off wheat, and my symptoms went away. I, even my smell came back. More of my smell came back when I started using some bioavailable zinc, and my body started healing faster with the zinc. So, yes, we can look at, at all of that. You know, a lot of Parkinson's is inflammation, and eating this wheat and things like that can cause the inflammation. We can tell people, okay, you've got C-reactive proteins. Let's look at the inflammation in your body. Let's look at the allergies. Let's look at your immune system. We have another um, one called Immune Rise. So the first time we look at someone's chart, we can tell our direction and then go back and say, okay, let's look at your spasticity and dystonia. Let's see where the stiffness is coming from. Let's see if there's nerve damage. Let's see if you're just not methylating. Let's see if you need electrical stem. You know, one of the really nice things that go on with Tai Chi is it teaches you to run this energy through your body. And it, it feels like a little surge of adrenaline or a little surge of electricity. When, when you get in the groove of those movements, that recreates the cell signaling that has been dampened by the bad food that we eat, the things that we're allergic to. Uh, the cholesterol that's a problem that the nerves aren't sheathed right so the signal isn't going where it ought to go. I can remember trying to re trying to move my second finger, but my first one would would move. You know, it was it's not pleasant to not have that control over your body. And mine, thank God, was just mine was not bad at all. But I've seen people come in here that couldn't even walk or their foot wouldn't move or wouldn't rotate. And in a half a day, we've got them up walking without pain, without the stiffness, and it's very hard to believe. It's on film, so it's there, but it's very hard 
to believe in, in this until you experience it. And most of the time it's from people who say, can you work on this? And, well, I don't know. Never, never uh, considered it. But the thinking becomes quicker, swallowing becomes easier, uh, the tremors slow down. You know, sometimes it's choline. So we need to see what it is for that particular person. Because I don't think anybody on the planet has such a um, whole-brained approach to looking at this and finding out what's going on. You know, is it toxicity? Is it free radicals? Is it whatever it is? I mean, how many people have you talked to that have some different aspect or different kinds of Parkinson's? Is every Parkinson's case you've ever talked to the same? The answer is, of course, Sherry, as you know, each individual situation is unique to them. So if we've got a million individuals out there in uh, this particular hemisphere that currently experience the symptoms of Parkinson's, there are uh, probably a million different uh, combinations of factors that are at play. And, you know, sometimes you get... Uh, a score of four or more is, it tells you where you're going. You get a score of six and you know exactly the cause. But I see a lot of the Parkinson's folks come in here and they have scores of two and three, but they have maybe six scores of two and three. And that means there's some symptoms from here and some symptoms from here and here and here. And they're going to have a lot of trouble tracing down where that's coming from because individually, when they do lab tests and stuff, no one thing is going to stand out. Yet those in combination will point to Parkinson's, but every doctor has their own um, prejudice about where they're going with something or what medication they want to use. And we're able to show the doctors where this is, where it's coming from. That's, that's our best um, gift the world, and that's why we created this computer program for people. We just started noticing more and more people are coming down with these muscle signaling diseases, and I think we can offer people the ability to do a vocal print for them. We could probably do that on the air if somebody wants to volunteer. Hi, it's Rick Jewell, Pagosa Springs, Hi. Colorado. Hi, Rick. Uh, do you want to hear guinea pig? Sure, I do. Uh, I'd love to try to be a guinea, guinea pig. All right. I'm going to ask you to give me 30 seconds of speech, and then I'm going to do some magic numbers here, and I'm going to ask you and Robert to just talk about what you think of the show so far so I can crunch numbers while this is going on. So when I say go, you're going to speak for 30 seconds about anything that you would like, and I'll come back and tell you when I when I have enough. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. My name is Rick Jewell, and I live in Pocosa Springs, Colorado. And I've had Parkinson's, well, I was diagnosed with Parkinson's in uh, 2006. Um, I've been to China and had stem cell um, treatment at uh, in Beijing last a year ago, which helped immensely. Um, but still have with tremors. Um, which are pretty active right now as I speak. Um, I have a wonderful family and a, and a good friend named uh, Penny okay. Um, Thomas. I have, okay. I have the 30 seconds. 
you know, we've al- we've already decoded stem cells, so we can do that by sound also. Okay, I'm cool. Gonna, I'm going to save your um, information as, is it R-I-C-K? Right. K-E-W-L-L? Okay. Two L's, yes. If you call again, that's what you're saved under in this system. Now, I'm going to take what you said, and I recorded that on a program called Audacity, A-U-D-A-C-I-T-Y. And you can download that from audacitysourceforge.net, free to you. And we can teach you how to use this. When you come into happy hour, which is totally free, we'll teach you to use the program and take these profiles. Audacity. I have saved this, and I am going to put it in our little magic program called Abacus. Okay. Well, Robert, I really appreciate all you're doing for the folks with PD out there, and um, I think you're you're also offering an invaluable resource for everybody. And um, it's not just one size fits all. It's it's um you vary your programs, and it's, there's something there for everybody. Okay, I am ready to drop out your reports. We're going to do amino acids, biochemicals, chemicals, activators, enzymes, genomes, herbs, hormones, medication, minerals, proteins, toxins, and vitamins. I'll give you a good idea where you're going, and then I'll put you in the larger program and see if we've got a line. You have a 5 on F sharp, so your body isn't clearing and screening uh, properly, and you probably have some metallocyanine issues of just not properly using uh, your resources, particularly your minerals. And right after the show, if you will write to me at Sherry, S-H-A-R-R-Y, Sherry on air, I will send you this report. That'd be great. Sherry on air. You have uh, three proteins in stress. Adenine nucleotide translocator, we just talked about that on the air. That's one of the proteins that if there's a mutation in that, it can cause Parkinson's, and yours is very high. So that's the first thing that we would look at. That's also related to the ability to use um, B1 and glycine. So glycine and glutamic acid sort of pitch hit for one another. I would take you off wheat and see where that goes on. Uh, you also have an oncogene defect in uh, the gene DJ1 that's high and activated. So we would need to use sound uh, probably over a speaker with low frequencies to entrain the brain to control that gene. And we've uh, not controlled that particular gene but we've controlled uh, genes for um, Down syndrome and things like that. So I would think that we can certainly do this one. It tells me that a curcumin is a spice. Uh, right. It, um, would, might be helpful and also suggests here that you have problems uh, with mucus and digesting milk protein. Are you an A blood type? Yes. Yeah, that usually comes along with that. So it looks like wheat and milk. And so that also tells me there's probably inflammation uh, that's going on. Are you taking folic acid? 
uh, in a in a form of one of the amino acid supplements I take has folic acid in it. Well, you're not using it. I don't think I'm getting enough, maybe either. Uh, I need well, to check it's, that. It's showing really high, but you're just not using it. So I will send you a sheet that shows you what is required to make folic acid work. What's that used for? Helps support your DNA. Helps replenish okay. anything that breaks down. Any indications on where the tremors might be coming from? Well, let me get on through here and we'll see. Okay. So let's look at folic acid. Vitamins, it'll be under folate. So you need B12, vitamin C, B6. But mainly it repairs damage. And in your case, that may be where the, some of the, the tremors are coming from. Are they just... Uh, like idiopathic tremors or when you're doing an activity? They're just, they're, I have to dose with sentiment and um, a uh, Kirk, or Macuna, which is L-Dopa, every three hours. And they come up that's pretty a, hard. Yeah, that's a strong dose. 24 hours a day. But we need to get your folic acid uh, up and running so that when something fails, when a muscle striation fails, that the folic acid will come back and help uh, fix it. So that's okay. what be for you. Okay. Um, nicotine. There's been some studies that say uh, nicotine can help and it's useful for Parkinson's probably because it has some things in it that is a calming effect. It, even though it's a toxin, uh, says it may be useful in, in, talk, in uh, Parkinson's. Now, this is not say go smoke. They do have those right. cigarettes that have some nicotine in it. And for some people, instead of being a stimulant, it's something that will calm you down. But yours is already high, which means you aren't using it anyway. Nicotine? Okay. Just a couple of medications. Tetrahydrobiopterin. This is made from the kidneys, and you do have some kidney stress, and this is for your immune system. It helps monitor uh, the immune response for the body. Mm -hmm. um, it's very high, not useful, so we should look at that. Also, copper uh, is an issue. Homocysteine is very high, not good. That could I'm be taking L... L um L-cysteine uh, well, as a supplement. No, it's too high right now based on your chart. So we need okay. to get more B12 in there to make that more useful. And here's our confirmation that you are having problems with wheat. Your methionine is very high. Okay. Um, it will help improve the symptoms if you're using it, but you're showing it's not useful. So if you call in to have yours done, remind me to do something called GAD. GAD is glutamic acid decarboxylase, and it's a gene that gets activated that destroys cell signaling and creates inflammation. And uh, glutamate and glutamic acid all work with methionine to get rid of inflammation. So I would suspect that you have cellular 
inflammation. And the computer will tell us what to work on first, and we'll kind of peel it away as an onion. See, the other pathway you have out is tyrosine, and that whole pathway starts with B6, tryptophan, B3, tyrosine, and then goes into L-dopa and dopa and norepinephrine and adrenaline, and it gives the, the cells energy. So that is not useful. It's too high. It's not useful in your system. We can I've been taking quite a bit of that. Yeah, about 1,500 milligrams six times a day. It's way too high. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> I have um, no idea. So we can look at what your body is using. We can look at where your medication is. Is it too high or too low? Is that medication compatible with your body? And we try to work with your doctor to supply them management reports for what's going on with your body. That was your amino acids. This is complicated, but it's good. It's good well, to finally know what's going on with me. Uh, well, it looks like you're just not using your incoming resources. So I'm going to run a predictive chart on you and see if you don't uh, take care of this, if there's no intervention, uh, this is what's going to happen. Your microtubule-associated protein and genome is going to be in stress. So your muscles are going to become more and more affected. It also says in your predicted copy of this that you're very susceptible to aluminum poisoning. You don't have enough choline, which is a B vitamin, and that lack of choline can cause tremors. Okay. Inability to use CoQ10 shows up in your predictive. So these are all things that, that we can help with. Tarvine is coming up as a problem. Tarvine helps supply the muscles, the muscles uh, of the heart in particular, with the nutrients needed to replenish the muscle striation for what needs to happen. So that's your predictive data. So when you get these reports, look at the top, and it will say predictive data on it. Now I'm going to open this up in another computer program and input your, and I'm going to look at what the computer says is your main cause. I wish we were online so you could see this. Okay, it says your main cause here is glycine, which is back to that glutamic acid. Let's get you off wheat. It says you have some problems with cell respiration. And you have some problems with NADH, which is an enzyme the liver puts out. You also have some issues with progest not progesterone, testosterone, and you have some arthritis bacteria that you need to look at. So testosterone's too high or too low? It's unbalanced. Too high. And it's unbalanced. Um, the arthritis bacteria um, to not be reined in. My mom had um, arthritis pretty bad. So. Do you have any hip pain? Um, I do sometimes, but it's from, I think, the sentiment. And I've been taking um, a drug called clonazepam to help me sleep because I don't sleep because I'm 
the, the tremors wake me up every three hours. So I have real difficulty sleeping. Well, we can look at that, too, because we have a sleep program. Okay, I'm going to go see what the computer says is your main issue. And you only have a three, so you have several issues at the same time, and it's coming up arginine. Arginine is an amino acid that's in the cascade for cell respiration. It starts with citrulline, then arginine, then cyclic GMP, which is cyclic guanomonophosphate, and then nitric oxide. So we can give you ATP to kick that in. You can buy that at your health food store. Adenosine. ATP? ATP. ATP. Adenosine triphosphate. And I'm going to go look at, and we can look at the main things in your chart. Okay, main issues. Interspinalis, so down both sides of your spine, there's probably a lack of muscle support. Citrulline is in stress, absolutely. Um, the precursor to citrulline, which is probably more than you want to know, is ornithine. So all of this would come out in a, um, a report. There's also an issue with phosphorus, which is like the um, head of a match in the cells that can um, help do some of this. And it looks like you may have a pathogen in the liver. There is some trouble with the tailbone, so the spine again there. Um, if you have any trouble with your tongue, you've got a residue from a measles antigen that's causing problems. With some of your joint stiffness, the answer is hydroxyproline for you. You do have a dystonia gene. It's amazing what, what you can learn from um, You so have quick. NADP as a problem. And you can go to the health food store and buy NADP. They're little white tablets. You know, your main issues here. There is a temporalis muscle, so sometimes TMJ becomes part of this, and that's an easy one to undo. You have a shortage of an enzyme called diastase, which helps you digest carbs. So I would suggest some good food-based um, digestive enzymes. You do have one aflatoxin that we'd need to get rid of, and see what can, what's natural you can get rid of aflatoxin. Nutrobiotic grapefruit seed extract. I have that on hand. That's great. Start with one or two pills, and it'll start dumping. The well, I got the liquid version of it. Ooh, that tastes Very like free. a skid mark. Ugh. Um, used to taking some pretty bad stuff, so. <laughs> yeah, you can get it in pills too. Uh, I diluted. You've got some benzene poisoning. We'll put this in a report for you and your doctor. The, you have a cell salt calcium fluoride, and that's where some of your stiffness is coming in. And I'm just looking at one number for you. We look at 24 numbers. We look at 100,000 points on your chart. And I'm looking at the one number that your body says is the most important one. And that's what it tells me. 
So you have some genetic issues, you have some liver issues going on with this. Folic acid is an important one. Um, folate, you do have some Borelli, uh, some lime involvement. And grapefruit seed extract sometimes will take care of that unless it is just really in there deep. But if you were looking at my computer, you'd see whole rows of numbers, and one of them is a score of three. So when I pop on that, it tells me it's that citrulline is the problem with your inability to process or develop cellular oxygen. Do you think my general practitioner is going to be able to understand this and I'll write help it. me or should? Yeah, I'll write okay. it away. And if they can't, I'll have my doctor call your doctor and they can explain okay. to them of okay. what possibilities are. And I was wondering if a natural path might be work better. Yes, and they, maybe they could uh, even give you drops to get rid of the Borelli. And they could confirm whether or not you have it or not. But you have the gene and the protein, so uh, it's What's the Borelli again? Um, what's that piece? It's Lyme's disease. It's the Lyme's disease. So I do have Lyme's disease? Well, we'll have to confirm it with your doctor, but it does show up on your chart. I did the common blood test for it, and it, didn't, it showed negative, so there's no, another more comprehensive blood test I think you need, I need to take. Well, it's the same frequency as the aflatoxin, so we so, need to see what so it is. But what it's causing is the stiffening of your tendons and ligaments. It's causing you not to be able to process calcium fluoride. And that's where the stiffness in the ankles is coming in from this calcium fluoride non-use. But it's, it all runs back to folic acid. So we just need to get those things up and running, and we can do it with sound, or we can do it by, um, we have a whole great big instruction sheet that says, okay, if you found this, go do this. If you haven't found that, go do this. Oh, that's great. And So if I call you, you, you do the sound over your... From your from your office? No, we can't do the sounds from here because we don't want it digitized. An appointment usually takes us one or two days to turn it around, and we can give you a lot of nutritional and background information, but we really would like for you to go to a practitioner and have your tone trials done. And we don't have enough practitioners around the U.S., and that's why... Okay, Sherry. Well, I'll, I'll uh, email you and um, at Gmail Sherry on air at gmail dot com and get the report, and we can go from there. Absolutely. You know, I'm working on a different computer now, so can you email me at Sherry Edwards at gmail dot com? You bet. Sherry with an A, and then I won't have to jump to another computer to do this. I'm Robert Rogers from Parkinson's Recovery. You've just heard a previously recorded show with Sherry Edwards, who does bioacoustic profiling from Sound Health Options. Sherry Edwards is one of the many practitioners who will be participating in the 2012 Parkinson's Recovery Summit. It's going to be really a spectacular event. She will be giving a workshop on bioacoustics and also providing 
uh, assessments and profiling for people who are interested. So you can get it from her, or she'll be having a whole staff of individuals. So everyone who comes to the summit, hopefully, will be able to actually obtain one of these profile assessments. I don't know how much that's going to cost. That hasn't been released yet. But as you can see, she offers much of what she does at no cost whatsoever. So if you'd like to get one uh, before the summit, you obviously can also call in to the happy hour that she discussed on the radio show. We're going to have an incredible combination and assortment and variety of healthcare practitioners who work exclusively with individuals who have neurological challenges and have been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. You're going to be amazed at the practitioners who will be participating participating in the Parkinson's Recovery Summit in Cincinnati, June the 22nd and June the 23rd. I mentioned this at the beginning of the show, but I know many of you have just joined us here in the last few minutes. If you are interested in participating in the summit and basically acquiring the services of the many different healthcare practitioners who will be present, be sure to not only register for the event, but to also register for the hotel, which is filling up very, very quickly. This is truly a, a historical event. The people who are figuring it out for individuals who currently experience these uh, neurological challenges will be at the summit. So you'll see represented many, many different modalities. Sherry Edwards represents one of those modalities. I will be airing programs from the various presenters, so you'll get a good, rich idea of exactly what's involved, so you can decide which workshops you want to attend and which practitioners you might want to consider obtaining treatments from. Last week, I aired a show from Sandra, who will be doing a workshop on how to make your own dopamine at home. How about that for an incredible workshop? She has a farm in Tennessee, and she's been experimenting with how to make a, a fava bean tincture out of the fava beans that she grows on her farm. Sandra and her colleagues are also offering a, a workshop in her farm on Tennessee on the 19th of June, which is just several days before the summit. So if you're traveling from out of town, consider the possibility of participating in that workshop, which will be a, a day-long workshop at her farm and a location to be announced in Tennessee, and then come on up to the summit on June the 22nd and June the 23rd. We're going to have a healing work that will be done, and also I will be offering a workshop on family constellations. To learn more about what that is, you can listen to the show two weeks ago where D.O. explains what family constellation work is all about. The short story of family constellation work is if you've been trying to figure out how to recover from these neurological challenges and trying lots of different therapies and nothing seems to be working, it may be there's a family entanglement, something that's entirely unconscious. This particular work allows you to uh, literally identify what might be going on and disengage and disentangle it. It's amazing work. And so I'll be facilitating a family constellation workshop because I know most of you will not have an opportunity to have that experience unless I actually offer it in Cincinnati uh, at the uh, Parkinson's Recovery Summit. So that's another workshop opportunity for you. We've only talked about three. We've got now 17 more workshops left and, and not only 17 but many more other 
practitioners and individuals with Parkinson's who have reversed their symptoms who will be available for consultations, for coaching, for providing therapy and services. So it's going to be an event where you can go and explore options that you haven't had an opportunity yet to explore. You can get further information about the summit by going to the summit website. That's www.summit.parkinsonsrecovery.com. And from there, you'll get information that's basic about what we do at the summit. I will be issuing a listing of the workshop participants when that's finalized. People are coming from literally all over the globe, and so we have a few people who haven't yet firmed up their commitment to participate. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be an amazing list, and uh, although we know the hotel now is already filled, it's going to be really a global, international event that will attract people from all over. Uh, Don't worry, there's not going to be so many people that you're not going to be able to take advantage of not only the workshops, but also the healthcare practitioners that will be present Uh, It's not going to be possible to do everything, so that's why I'm airing these shows in advance so that you can hear what these therapies are all about and decide for yourself if this is something if you want to pursue in terms of attending the workshop to get further information and also actually uh, obtaining, a, uh, in this case, a profile, a bioacoustic profile from either Sherry or one of the many people she's going to bring to the summit to provide services to people who attend It's going to be really an exciting event, and I have to tell everyone I am awed at the people who have committed to come and participate and make presentations. This is an incredible group of individuals from literally all the different modalities. When you get to the end of the list, and we're going to be closer probably to June when you really see everybody who's there, you're going to be amazed at who you're going to have an opportunity to talk with, connect with, get treatments and therapies from if you so decide, and also workshops that will just dazzle the socks off of you. So it's the Parkinson's Recovery Summit, Cincinnati, June the 22nd and and 23rd. And uh, I think it'll be the event that you will remember for the rest of your life. And it will, I think, potentially be life-changing. And that's what's happening at the shores of the Puget Sound, where all the women are smart, all the men are handsome, and all the children are truly loved. Know that by virtue of the fact that you are listening to this radio show today, that you are indeed on the road to recover. May you have a magnificent week, and we look forward to connecting with you one week today on the Parkinson's Recovery Radio Network. I'm Robert Rogers. This is Parkinson's Recovery and have a magnificent week. Good day.